0: Hey, hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Amazing Seller Podcast. This is episode number 319 and session number 97 of Ask Scott. This is where I answer your questions here on the podcast, and I do it every single Friday. And I'm going to say it again, guys. I love doing these sessions, it's awesome. It's actually what I look forward to. This is really, really awesome to be able to listen to you guys, ask questions in your own voice, and for me to be able to get on here and actually connect with you in uh, in some small way, but uh, hopefully... It's going to be helpful and beneficial to you as well. Now, I did want to remind you guys, if you want to ask a question in the future, or right now, or whenever, just head over to TheAmazingSeller.com forward slash ask, and you can do that. Just uh, do me a favor, leave your first name, where you're tuning in from, and then just leave a brief question, that's it, and uh, yeah, I'll go ahead and try to air it on an upcoming show, so uh, be patient though, because I do have a bunch in queue, but I will try to get to it, I promise. Now, I don't even know where to start today, because i I am super excited uh, yesterday which I'm recording this a little bit in advance I always kind of do about a week week and a half in advance depending uh, how far I'm you know ahead or where I'm if I'm traveling I might have to do a few extra episodes so that way there I stay on track uh, but uh, we just opened up our 1k fast track beta. Program it's really awesome and I'm so excited and we had no idea what the response was going to be. Uh, We had just over 500 people that registered to basically want to be part of that of that group of 50. We only uh, wanted to have 50 for this first round because we wanted to go through it. Have uh, Dom Sugar, my good friend, a retail arb guy uh, for years now, and actually take 50 people through the process. And uh, we had no idea how it was going to go as far as like how many people were actually going to want to be part of this, and uh, well, in six minutes, we filled all 50 spots uh, when we opened uh, the registration page, which was just absolutely insane, and uh, everyone is pumped up that's in there. Now, a lot of people didn't get in, right? There's a lot of people that wanted to get in, and uh, we we wanted to be really, really uh, strict on only keeping it to 50 people, and you know, we wanted to do that so we can take care of everyone and, and make sure that everyone gets through this also because we're gonna be learning through this process too. Now, if you did not get in on this round, we will be opening up for another round and it will be tweaked because we're gonna actually create this for these 50 people and they're gonna help us create it by telling us what else they need that we might not be providing. Um, we're also gonna be able to use their examples of products that they're trying to find and, and source in their local retail uh, and and really what this process Program is is to get people started that's what it is that's why it's called the 1k fast track If you guys have not jumped on that list and you're interested in that in the future, I would suggest heading over to 1kfasttrack.com, getting on that early notification list because when we open it up again, I'm sure that the response is going to be very similar and uh, there will only be a limited amount of spots for that group as well. We're going to keep each group small so this way here we can definitely manage it and, and be able to make sure that everyone gets what they need, but I am super fired up about that and I'll be... I'll be updating you and letting you know how people are doing within that and what we're learning from from actually going through it ourselves. So, uh, really, really excited about that. And actually, I've got an upcoming interview with a couple, a married couple uh, that uh, sounded very, very similar to myself and and uh, my wife. You know, they're a husband wife team. And uh, they've done retail art for the past twelve months, just a little over twelve months. In their first year, they did over a million dollars in revenue. Now that's revenue. I believe he told me they they netted over just over a hundred thousand dollars. Um, but I have them coming up uh, in an interview session that I did. Really great people, and they really uh, they, they lay it all out there. Uh, but it's exactly what we're teaching now inside of the one K fast track uh, course. So uh, or group, whatever you want to call it. It's not really a course. It's It's live training and we actually go through the process with everyone and it's live feedback and all that stuff. So anyway, if you want to be notified about that, definitely do that. Uh, Head over to 1kfasttrack.com. The other thing is if you have not listened to episode 312 and you wanted to uh, see how maybe you could just... Maybe find some stuff laying around your house and put it up and sell it and make an extra 500 bucks or more. Um, you definitely want to listen to that episode because we we really dive into that on that episode and give you some action steps, and there's a little challenge attached to that, and I want you guys to reach out to me and uh, let me know how you do in that challenge, uh, and there's a link there that you can actually record a message, uh, very similar to the Ask Scott sessions, but... Uh, really exciting stuff. And the the, the whole goal here, guys, is, is if you're brand new, this is awesome. This is definitely for you. If you're already private labeling and you're already on that road, then keep going on that road. Um, obviously, you could also add this to your business and have that be another part of your business. But I would never want to distract you from your private label journey because that's really where we want to end up. A lot of people that do retail arbitrage or online arbitrage, as they call it, those people usually graduate to private labeling, or at least they add that to the mix now. Um, my good buddy Dom Sugar—that's exactly what he did. He he went from retail arb for years, and he still does that. He still has a, a massive business just doing that business model, and then he also has private label and he has brands now. That's inside of that of that uh, private labeling space. So you can see there's different ways that we can attach different business models to. Our business and really build out a portfolio. But if you are brand new, that's what it was designed for is this 1K Fast Track is to really get you unstuck. And I, I can't tell you how many people told me like, I've been listening to the podcast for over 12 months and I haven't done anything yet. I, I want to, but I'm just, I'm just scared to take that leap. And this 1K Fast Track is definitely something that they feel is going to give them a little kick in the butt and get them started without a ton of risk. Um, and that's really what it's designed to do. So anyway, I'm fired up. You guys can tell. I'm really super excited about this group that we're going through in the 1K Fast Track. So definitely check that out. All right, guys, let's uh, let's do this. Let's uh, dive into today's first question, and then I'll give you my answer or my feedback or opinions, because uh, really, that's all it is, guys. I'm just giving you my thoughts if we were sitting in there having that cup of coffee, which, by the way, I do have a cup of coffee. And if you have one, let's take a sip together right now. What do you say? All right, let's go ahead and listen to today's uh, question and I'll, I'll give you my answer.
1: Hey, Scott, this is Ishmael from Boston, Massachusetts. Love listening to your podcast. Very informative. Keep up the good work. I just had a quick question regarding uh, loans for starting an FBA business. I have capital, but it's not enough because the product that I was looking to obtain is on the higher price points It's actually gonna cost me 15 to 30 dollars to actually uh, get it from uh, uh, the cost of the product to actually get it from China Uh, so I was wondering if there are there like any businesses out there that can be able to provide us with a loan if you haven't actually started uh, the FBA business because I know cabbage They can provide you a loan, but you have to be in business for, I think, about a year or something like that. And then you also have to have a good amount of revenue to be able to show that you can, you know, be able to pay back and everything. So I was wondering if there's any loans out there, loan companies, that can be able to lend
0: you funds for starting your FBA business. Thanks. Thanks. Well, thank you so much for that question, Asham. I really do appreciate it, all the way from Boston. Uh, now, I, I'm going to assume you're probably a Boston Red Sox fan, and I'm a Yankee fan. So, really, we're not supposed to get along. Um, I think we still can get along. I'm not like that, but uh, you're probably a Boston Red Sox fan. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna guess. Maybe you're not. Maybe you're not into baseball. I don't know, uh, but I am a Yankee fan. Just want to let you let let you know that and. And I'm not sure if you want to take advice from a Yankee fan. Uh, But anyway, I'm going to give you my advice. Uh, Okay, this is a great question and another hang up for a lot of people. And it's money, right? It's about like, how do I get capital if I don't have a lot of capital to get started? Now, when I heard your question, when I was listening to it, my first thought was, man, be careful. Like, I'm just very, very leery about uh, taking money and just totally like going all in without testing the market like I understand we're testing by doing validation through Amazon and the sales and the reviews and all that stuff but we're talking about like taking 20 grand and laying it down for me personally to some people it's like ah, I don't care just throw 20 grand down we'll borrow it and we'll see what happens you know we're risk takers you know I am too but to a certain degree um, so my first thought is man just be careful I would I would just be a little bit leery about doing that because, again, now you've got money that you don't actually have right now that is, uh, you know, you're possibly going to have to pay back if even if this project doesn't work. So I would just be careful on that. Um, Are there companies out there that will loan you money? I've heard of a couple. I don't know much about them, so I'm not going to recommend them here on the show. And you guys know that, right? Like, I don't really recommend anyone here on the show... Unless I've dealt with them, or someone that I know has dealt with them, and they either know the you know the owners or they've had the experience, so there's a couple I know that are out there. I have not heard much about them, but uh, just be careful on that. The other couple of things that you could consider doing is uh, because I like lean startups anyway. I like to do a lean startup. I like to take maybe five and turn it into 10 uh, and then 10 into 20. That's how I like to operate. Unless there's something that we've already kind of did a little bit of a lean startup and then we know it's going to work and then we want to take and borrow $50,000 or $100,000 because we need more inventory. That's a different story. We've already tested and validated it. We might already have a customer list. Like, that's different. Like, we've got a little bit more of a security blanket there. But in this case, we're saying, like, I think I got a product, and that was the key word. I think I have a product that's going to work. I'm going to go borrow $25,000. Like, uh, that's, I, I don't know. If I was well we are we're sitting in the coffee shop together right now i'd be like you know what sean I, I think i'd i think i'd back off of that for a minute and what i would try to do is i would try to do a shorter run a smaller run and try to test and validate the other option or well there's two more options the other option is is if if you wanted to you could always probably just use a credit card um, i mean if you have decent credit you can get a credit you know credit card line up to probably fifteen or twenty thousand dollars um nowadays even you can even get more i've got credit cards that i could probably borrow 30, 40, $50,000 on. I don't, um, but, uh, I could, uh, so you could do that too. The problem with that is depending on the, the interest rate, you got to figure that into the equation because you want to be able to turn that money over the minute that you, you know, that you take on that, that money, you're going to then be starting to pay back interest after the 30 days or whatever your terms are. So you want to be careful with that too. And you want to know, that, that rate, um, that you're going to be borrowing against. Uh, but again, I would, I would definitely try to start small. Uh, I know Tayson Whitaker, I had him on a while back and I mean, he started with a bigger product, heavier product, and he just bought one unit, sold it and, and doubled his money and then kept scaling up that way. Um, he didn't go and spend 25, $30,000. Now, I know some of you are going to listen and go, you know what, Scott, I don't care. I just want to borrow money uh, to, to get into this thing. And I mean, it is going to be hard if you don't have any track record, right? You're going gonna to have to use either some of your own money or you're going to have to use someone else's money. And that leads me into my next uh, option, which would be find someone that has that money and partner up with that person and then give them maybe 20% of the business, uh, kind of like Shark Tank does, right? It's like, you know, if you just need me for the money, I'll do that. Tell me your idea and I'll put up $20,000. Uh, obviously, you're going to probably have to have something in writing there, and have to contact an attorney and and draw that stuff up. Uh, but that's an option, you know. Find someone else that that has the money. That's what you're lacking. But you have the plan. You have the you have the you know the the uh, the actual goal and the focus in mind of what's going to happen. But you know, you're going to need to explain that to that partner. Um, that would be. That would be the best way to me personally because that way there they got skin in the game and uh, they're also going to want to maybe help in other ways rather than just saying give me the money and I'm going to go ahead and try this thing myself. Um, That would be a great way to do it. So that would be probably my first way is like how can you get someone else that you know to maybe partner up with you and maybe just give them a portion of the business. Like I mean let's face it like anyone that has a little bit of money laying around if you tell them that you'll pay them 10 or 15 percent on their money. Uh, That's pretty good return, but you got to prove that the return is going to actually be able to come back. You're going to have to have those terms. Uh, You might have to say for the first six months, there's going to be nothing coming back to you until uh, until sales come through. Or maybe it's going to be so much per unit. Maybe you say, I'll tell you what and then this could be forever if you want to kind of like the, uh, you know, Kevin O'Leary, uh, you know, where he usually says, you know, I'll tell you what, I'll give you the money. And then after the money's paid back, you just pay me a dollar per unit for forever. Like that's another option you could do. So there's a, different ways you could creatively do it. If you find someone that has the money, uh, maybe someone in your family, maybe. and And again, I'm, uh, I'm a little uh, I, I guess I'm reluctant to even saying that because, you know, I would never want someone to borrow money from a family member and then something go wrong and then you owe that. So you just got to be careful. You got to be smart uh, and uh, and try to do it. Lean startup. That's I like lean startups. I like to be able to like I said, and I'm going to say it one more time. Try to start with you know a thousand bucks and turn that into two or three thousand bucks and then and then you know flip it and then just keep scaling that up. That's why I love am going all the way back to the one K fast track and you guys can tell I'm pretty fired up about that because that's all about them making a thousand bucks and then learning the process, but then scaling up from there. And if they want to continually do that with with RA and and OA, they can. Or they can take that money and then invest it into their private label business. Um, so that I like that way. I like starting kind of small, testing the waters, and then scaling up versus saying, oh, man, I got this product. I think it's going to be a winner. I need $50,000. That's a little scary. Um, all right, so I think that I... I think I made myself clear. That's what I would do myself personally. This is me. This is not you. Um, so take that, what I just said, and process it and, and see what, uh, what makes sense to you. And hey, if you still want to go out there and find a place that will loan you money um, and you're okay with it, then that's your choice. You can do that. All right? So hopefully this has helped. Thanks again for being a listener, and uh, I appreciate you. So let's go ahead and listen to another question, and I will give you my answer.
2: Hi, Scott. This is Chris from Liverpool, New York. Uh, uh, first huge, huge fan of the podcast website, uh, everything you do. I I'm signed up for a, a webinar on uh, the first. Looking forward to it. Just thank you for everything. Um, I'm new uh, looking at my uh, first product, uh, potentially being a supplement or, or uh, a gum or, or candy form. And just wanted to inquire if there's any type of, of certification or, or uh, authentication as far as the, the quality of the manufacturing um, uh, that can be verified. Uh, and also, if there's any type of inherent or added risk with a, a consumable uh, on my end, as well as if there's any sensitivity with Amazon, uh, with this category of, of consumables or, or, uh, or supplements. That's it. I, uh, appreciate it very much. Again, thank you for, for everything you do. And, and, um, I look forward to hearing the answer. Thank you very much.
0: Well, Hey Chris, another New Yorker. What's up, man. Thank you so much for being a listener. And I do appreciate the question and I do have some thoughts on this. My very first thought is this: anything that is consumable, be very, very careful, and it's going to definitely require more. I don't want to say work, definitely more uh, making sure that uh, you are covered because this is this is risky in, in a sense. It, it is whenever you have something that goes in someone's body, um, it's very risky. Uh, especially, and I hope that in this case that you wouldn't be doing this if you're sourcing something from China or another country, like, Oh man, I don't know. I would not do an adjustable from another country. That's, I personally would not do that. But whenever you do decide or if you do decide to go down this road, you are going to have to have certain certifications. You are definitely going to have that stuff and you're going to have to make sure that your factory is within, you know, the FTC. And like there's a lot of things that go into that uh, and you have to be careful. Um, You have to also make sure that you're covered legally uh, just in case something did go wrong. You would never want, you know, one person to break out and get into a rash and then irritate their skin and then have scan skin damage for the rest of their life. And then you're basically liable for that. Uh, and, and this goes for anyone out there list, you know, listening that might be getting into something that's, you know, going in the body or even on the body, a skin cream or anything like that. Like you gotta be very, very careful with that stuff. Your risk level goes up. Uh, I did have uh, Michelle love on the podcast and she is a insurance, uh, agent and broker or I'm not even, yeah, I think she's a broker. Um, anyway, Michelle, if you're listening, I apologize for that. But I had her on the show and uh, she does handle liability insurance. She would probably be a great one to contact to ask her opinion on this um, because she will be able to say, you know, listen, this is what you need to have in place to even, you know, just to make sure that you're covered, but then also, she might also recommend that you might have to do certain other things to cover yourself legally, Um, even though she's not an attorney, she's probably been through this before to make sure that you're covered 100%. Um, That episode, I will link up in the show notes, so if you guys want to know more about liability insurance or any of that stuff um, in that interview I did with Michelle Love, I'll link up her interview that I did with her and all her information on the show notes page to this episode. Um, so, which is actually 319. So, theamazingseller.com forward slash 319. All the show notes and links will be there for everything that we discuss, which is there's a lot that we're discussing here today. Uh, but yeah, I would definitely say um, you want to reach out to someone that's been through this, that has dealt with ingestibles, you know, things that are going in the body or on the body. Um, you got to be careful. And I would not feel comfortable here just saying, like, ah, eh, Just, you know, throw it up there and, you know, start selling this stuff. I would definitely not do that. The other thing I just want to make you aware of is this will be more obstacles that you will need to overcome. So anyone else that's listening and they're thinking about their first product and they're new at this and they want to go down this path, understand this is a whole nother path. Like you, I mean, yes, you can go to, you know, a supplement company and buy something off the shelf and then, you know, private label it and, and do that whole thing. But honestly, if you're getting into supplements or any type of, you know, creams or lotions or anything like that, your product just needs to stand out. It has to do something. You probably you'd be better off having a face to the business because then the face of the business can talk about why the ingredients are so good and and all of this stuff and maybe some of your clinical studies and like there's a lot that goes into that. Um, we've dabbled in it, and I'm not gonna lie, uh, you know, we've. We still have a couple right now in a brand um, that we're in, and uh, you know we kind of backed off of it. To be honest with you, we're still selling about five a day, but we had to bump up, you know, certain liabilities, uh, you know, stuff on on the actual supplement, and uh, you know that plan for us didn't really work out as planned. And as we got into it, I was like, mm, I'm not really sure I want to keep going down this path. It's a good product. It was custom formulated. We had a um, you know someone that was a dietitian that worked with us, and you know all of that stuff. And and I actually take the supplement. So, uh, but. Uh, With that all being said, you know, it's still a tough road to go down. And uh, I would just be careful um, with anything like that. And any claims that you make need to be backed up. And there's just a lot of other things that go. And I'm I'm not trying to sit here and discourage anyone that wants to go down this road. I'm just trying to let you know that there are things that you're going to have to do, and it's going to be. A longer road and probably a bumpier road, but if you're up for the challenge, then just make sure that you cover all the bases and uh, you know, and go out there and create a great product that helps people, and the rest will take care of itself. You just have to follow that course. So, uh, all right. So, I, I think I went on long enough about that. Just want to make sure that anyone listening uh, really understands that uh, you know you want to be careful on that because you know you could be liable. You know, totally can be liable. And uh, again, the, the first step I would do is I would contact someone like Michelle and uh, that Michelle Love that I interviewed, and I would definitely just ask her, like, I'm thinking about doing this product. This is what it does. What would you recommend I use for a liability insurance? What is that going to cost me? What other things should I have in place? Like, I would definitely dig into that before I would ever make a purchase. Um, so that way there you know. All right, so let's go ahead and listen to another question, and uh, this will probably be the last question of the day, and uh, let's do that, and then let's wrap this up and let you get on with your weekend or your week, whatever whatever time or day it is for you. So let's go ahead and do that. Let's listen to the last question. Hello, Scott. It's Nick here from the UK. I
1: already have a business that's selling on Amazon, and I'm looking to launch a number of new brands to the market and to go through funding to, to launch these early next year. My question for you is, what are the real costs involved uh, that you have to take into account to calculate your margins? So I understand that there are the FBA fee calculators online, but it's all the other costs, the hidden costs, the, the costs that uh, are sometimes forgotten. I was wondering if you could share any light on this and uh, and and help us out and help other sellers out. So thanks very much.
0: Bye-bye. Hey, Nick, all the way from the UK, man, what's up? Thank you so much for the question, and this is a good question because a lot of times we, we just look at like, okay, how much do we buy the product for? Uh, you know, how much uh, did we bring in and, and you know, what's the basic, you know, like, FBA fees, like, those are, like, the surface ones, but the ones that go deeper than that, and even if we're just even looking at deeper, meaning that we should probably figure in any expenses um, inside of Amazon that we might not see as, like, an FBA fee, like you said, there could be long-term storage fee, there could be, uh, there could be, uh, well, the fourth quarter we had a storage fee that was a lot higher than it was before. So that's got to be figured in. Uh, then there's also pay-per-click fees um, that need to be figured into that equation. And, you know, there's other things too, but like we're, like we're talking about like that's like the Amazon like stuff, like refunds, uh, you know, on, on that stuff, uh, you know, pulling inventory uh, because you wanted to have it shipped back. Like there's diff- different things um, that definitely do come into the equation. And up until probably about, gosh, I'm kind of embarrassed to say, but probably about two months ago, I was really doing it spreadsheet-wise, and I was just taking the number that was uh, that was in Amazon that was being issued to our accounts, like I was taking that number, subtracting the Amazon fees, and then that was kind of like what I was left with, and that's what I was based off. So all of those fees I knew were Amazon FBA fees because, well, that's the difference, right? What was deposited into the checking account. Everything after that was a fee. So that's like the basic, like really like simple way of thinking about it. Like how much money was brought in on your Amazon account, how much money was sent to your checking account. All right. And then minus that, and then that's your fees inside of uh of your Amazon account, right? That's kind of like how you how you look at things. And then of course, you got you know pay-per-click figured in there because that's usually not taken out that way, it's on a credit card, so then you got to figure that in, and then you got your cost of goods, and that doesn't come out of that money, so that stuff does all come into the mix. The one product that I've been playing around with, which I'm really liking because it's simple, there's other ones out there, and again, I haven't tried any of those, I've tried just this one, because again, I like simple, uh, and I've used Fetcher, okay, and this one here was created by uh, Greg Mercer from Jungle Scout and it does exactly what it's intended to do. Keep it simple, but then pull in all of those costs. So all you really have to do is just plug in your cost of goods and then any other shipping that you might have had for the cost of goods, things like that. It will then pull in all of your Amazon data and start to separate it and start to kind of break it down. So then you can look at your your uh, top line and then your bottom line and you can see what your margin is you can see what it was for a certain month you can see what it was for a certain week a day Um, you can see what it was for the year and it really does break all that down the other thing that it does is it'll look at your inventory and kind of if you look at like one specific month or maybe a quarter and then it'll tell you if you've had history that is it'll also give you some inventory predictions in a sense to where it'll say like you know at this rate you know you have this much inventory for this many days kind of what it does in amazon um which it, it kind of you know it'll kind of take that data and kind of show you that at a surface level so you can just kind of have one dashboard to kind of see where you are then you can also look at it per sku so you can say okay I see that, you know, my fees are a little bit higher this month, but what product is really drawing those fees more? Like, which one is costing me more money? Which one am I losing money on? Like, then you can look at maybe if you have 20 SKUs, you can say, oh, wow, there's eight SKUs that are costing me money. Maybe I should, you know, do something with those products or maybe I should cancel those products and just do away with them and liquidate them and move on. Um, So that way there you're able to, to see that stuff. Um, so if you guys want to check that out, I believe there's a 31 day trial. You can go through my affiliate link if you want to, which is the amazing seller.com forward slash fetcher. Uh, and, uh, you'll get some awesome support there because Greg's team is always great. Uh, but, uh, that's what I'm using right now on one of the brands that I'm working with. And, uh, I'm liking it, I really truly am, Uh, it just, it's really cool to be able to see it, now the one thing is, it takes some time to pull in that data, Um, I remember when we first signed up for it, and basically what it'll do is it'll go into your account and start pulling in the data from the past. And then that way there, you can go and start looking at past data. But it takes, it took, gosh, it took over, I think, a week to pull in all of the data. Um, But it'll give you some data up front, maybe after a day or two. But then it'll take a little while, and it'll tell you it's working. Um, And it hasn't pulled in all the data yet. But that one there, I really like simplicity-wise. It's awesome. And I know there's other ones out there. And I'll probably do uh, something on those in the future, maybe some, like, head-to-heads or something. We can kind of see, like, the pros and the cons of different ones. Um, And then uh, we can kind of break those down. But right now, I mean, I'm all about simple. You guys know that. I mean, I want things simple. I'm a, you know, I'm a really simple uh, guy when it comes to numbers. I like things in spreadsheets. I like things mapped out where I can visually see them. Fetcher has done that for me, but it makes it look nicer, and it uh, it does definitely pull in some of those fees that maybe you don't want to break down internally by looking through all of your orders. It'll pull, uh, you know, pull all those fees into Fetcher and then break them down and and sort them accordingly. So uh, that's what I would recommend checking out. Like I said. Um, they have a 30, I believe it's a 30-day uh, free trial. It'll basically work as it's, uh, as it's a paid version. Um, so head over to TheAmazingSeller.com forward slash Fetcher, and you can get that and get signed up for that if you want to give it a go. And uh, you can go on the show notes page. I'll have it linked up there as well. So hopefully that helped you. And uh, thank you so much for the question, and I appreciate it. I appreciate every single one of you that are listeners and the ones that ask questions, I love you guys all the same, but I do appreciate these questions, and uh, just keep them coming. You know, if you have a question you want me to, to answer here on an upcoming Ask Scott session, head over to TheAmazingSeller.com forward slash ask, and uh, I'll do my best to uh, to get to it and give you my my uh, my thoughts. Uh, that's really what I'm doing here is I'm just trying to sit around that coffee table with you and uh, have just a nice conversation about whatever we want to talk about, and uh, in this case today, it was uh, it was these topics, which is uh, which is good, all right? So, uh That's pretty much going to wrap it up though, guys. I want to remind you on the show notes though, head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash 319 and you'll find all of the show notes over there, which there's a bunch today and there's going to be all the transcripts so all of you that want to download it and and, uh, read through it, maybe you're going to go on a plane ride or whatever, uh, go ahead and do that. You can download them. They're there for you. Uh, I create them every single month for you to be able to use them so definitely use them. Put them to use. All right, so uh, that's pretty much going to wrap it up, guys. Remember, I'm here for you and I believe in you and I am as always rooting for you, but you have to, you have to, come on, say it with me, say it loud, say it proud, say it TAS style. Take action. Have an awesome, amazing day, guys, and I'll see you right back here on the next episode.